Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 27th October, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Colossians 3, verse 23, which says, And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. So friends, it's Friday and the universal shout of TGIF, Thank God it's Friday, has gone up all around the world. But what a world we live in, eh? When all we seem to live for is Friday and the upcoming weekend. It's all about getting away from the boring, same old, same old jobs that we do during the week. A lot of them by rote, that's automatically, without having to think about what we are doing. Excuse me? And unfortunately, not a great percentage of us like our jobs. No, we just put up with them because they earn us the money to keep our lives going. What a sad thing it is when so many of us spend a lifetime doing jobs that we don't like and are just looking forward to retirement and the time when we no longer have to do those mundane and boring jobs. It doesn't say a whole lot for our society when so many of our populace are disgruntled and dissatisfied. But thankfully, today we learn how to avoid that self-defeating attitude of despising our jobs, yes. And first up, we have these wise words of Paul in his letter to the Colossians, where he writes, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Jesus Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he had done, and there is no respect of persons. And that comes from Colossians 3, 23 to 25. And all that means is that believers, regardless of our station in life, be it the lowliest worker or the highest paid leader, ought to do the best work they can despite their circumstances, to work as though they were working directly for God and not for men. And that's a fact too, because in the long run, it's the Lord who will richly reward them for their good work while repaying without partiality, the wrongdoers with judgment for their evil deeds. And just in case you don't believe Brother Paul, then listen to Cousin Saul as he puts in his perspective, writing as the preacher in Ecclesiastes. He writes, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might, for there is no work nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whither thou goest. And you find that in Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10. And isn't that the awesome truth? It certainly is. Therefore, that means whatever we do on earth is our portion to do, since there is no working in the grave. Thus, we ought to do the best, do it to the best of our ability and as though we are doing it unto our Creator, Almighty God. 
And above all, friends, remember these key words of Jesus to the disciples. If you love me, keep my commandments. And you find that in John 14, 15. Now, that also pertains to us in this age. And what does he mean by that? He means that we should not only keep the basic Ten Commandments, but also the moral commandments that he gave us, like loving one another, going the extra mile, turning the other cheek, doing unto others as we desire them to do unto us, being excellent and diligent in our work, not being too judgmental or critical of others, especially when we are guilty of the same things. It's those sort of things that Jesus was more concerned about, things that were not written down as Old Testament law, but as his New Testament directives. It's well documented about not killing and stealing, nor committing adultery, but not his ways and the ways he wants us to follow. And besides, those ways were and still are in direct opposition to those of the world. And as he said early on, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. And that's John 13, 35. Yes, my fellow believers, all that Jesus teaches can be confirmed in one small but ever so powerful word. That's love. If we go about showing the love of Jesus, doing the same basic things he did to the best of our human capabilities, then we are keeping his commandment. For remember Paul's treatise on love in what we term the love chapter, that's 1 Corinthians 13, where he enlightens us on all the wonderful things that constitute love. Things like long-suffering, kindness, not given to boasting or arrogance, doesn't behave rudely or selfishly, doesn't think nor rejoice in evil, but rejoices in truth, etc., etc. And then Bro Paul ends with this perfect gem. And now abided faith, hope, charity, or love, these three. But the greatest of these is charity, that's love. And we know all, we all know that comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Oh, my people, love is indeed God's greatest attribute. And he expects his followers to walk in the footsteps of his son, Jesus Christ, whom he gave to be crucified for our sins because he loved us. It's as simple as that, my brethren. The Lord doesn't expect anything from us that he won't do or hasn't done himself. And as we go out today, let's remember these most poignant and true words of Peter, where he says, and above all things, have fervent charity or love among yourselves, for charity or love shall cover the multitude of sins. That comes from 1 Peter 4, 8. And isn't it the gospel truth? The love of God towards us made him send Jesus to die and cover our sins. And the love we show to others also covers both their sins and ours. So in one word, it's all about love. And having come to that awesome conclusion, 
let's now go to the throne of grace through a Friday chant, seeking the deep and sincere love that we need to restore some sense of balance to our angry and terribly unbalanced world. As one voice, O oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough because of many serious problems are escalating instead of improving. And it's obvious we can't fix them on our own. So Lord, we are desperately crying out for your help. Oh Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. We therefore ask you, Lord, to give our leaders the wise guidance to handle these unexpected storms properly. And please help the rest of us to be responsible and to stay safe amidst all the anxiety and confusion of these ungodly times. We fervently pray to Lord that you'll use the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you. Return backsliders to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a new flock of believers who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set, so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. Yes, Lord, we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And my people, the only way to receive divine help is by turning away from our evil deeds and being obedient to God's will. So please, let's do that now, now. If we truly desire to hear a positive word from heaven, much love. And the postscript for today says, love makes the world go wrong, both literally and figuratively. And that's the gospel truth to people. Without love, the world won't go wrong. We just stop and we just be killing each other in hate and anger, which we're doing to a certain extent right now. But it's love that's stopping all that stuff and keeping us going on. So let's keep on loving and increase our love and just start living for Jesus the way we need to if we want to keep up the love and make the love in our world more pronounced if we want to increase the power of the love revolution. And we pray all of that in Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.